The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Just for clarification purposes, right? So I wanna um I wanna give you something to think on. I wanna um just hit you with some thought-provoking things. So, all right. Let's go. If I ask you, if I asked you, um, are you, are you Indian? Mm-hmm. Or if I asked, if if I asked you to ask your grandmother, was she Indian, or did y'all have anybody in your family that's Indian? She may come back and she may say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I do. I, you know, yeah, we we got Indian in our blood." So just keep that. So you'll you'll write a check by that, right? Mm-hmm. Then if I asked you to ask your grandmother this question, you come back and you ask, "Well, Grandma, I got another question for you." Uh, you know, uh, even if your great grandmother was living, you ask her, uh, "Well, great grandma, uh, do you know where anybody in our family that have Native American in, in in them?" And she might say, uh, "I don't know about that." Now, actually, you just asked her the same question, but you rephrased it. Native American is actually, that would be more so politically correct than Indian. Now, Indian, Indian actually would, it would, it would really be speaking of the people from the Indian, you know, Indian area. I mean, um, India. People yeah. of, you know, from oh, India. Like the actual country. Yeah. So with that being said, that would be considered a misnomer. Here in American, Native Americans roamed the lands. Those were the indigenous people. Like Native to America. Native to America. That's why they were Native, uh, you know, Native Americans. So because of that, again, see how the identity is changing? And it, it what it causes is confusion. It causes confusion. Listen to me for a second. It causes confusion from one generation to the next. So if one generation responded all the time to being called uh, uh, Indian mm-hmm. all the time, and then all of a sudden the term changed and it was Native American. Now you got to understand something about a lot of uh, a lot of our people too. When it comes to a lot of education, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of people didn't finish through grade school, you know, people of color. So it was a lot of education that they were lacking on. So with that being said, when, when, when the term started changing again, it becomes a misnomer. Then all of a sudden you got a term like this here, African-American. So check this out. You can have somebody that was born in Africa, born in Africa, and then got their, uh, then they, they got their uh, citizenship here in America. They're, so now they have dual citizenship. They're considered a African-American. Now, if you're born in America, if you're born in America, you're what? American. You're American. Hmm. 
So let me think about this, dog. Go ahead and think about so it. So it's like, okay, you born in um you born in Asia and then you move to America, I'll consider you Asian. If you born in Asia yeah. and then you move to America mm-hmm. by dual citizenship, you're Asian American. Got it. and I understand that, but I wouldn't consider you American because That's you that wouldn't consider them that. I think there's a lot of people. Like, hold on, cause um yeah, my brain hurting. Because I'm thinking, bro. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. All right. So, because we base it off of, uh, we base it off of what they Pin look the like. We base it off of the pin. Nah, we base it off what they look like. Citizenship is the pin. The pin states that if you get your citizenship here, yeah. then you're Asian American. But when you travel into a different country, though, then you're talking about regions. Because. Um, I'm talking about we, citizenship right now. No, no, I'm talking about a country as a whole. So it's like when I went to Okinawa, J- Japan is connected to Okinawa. Like that's a part of it. But they consider themselves on that island Okinawans. And, um, but in whole, they're Asians. I mean, I think they're Asian. Oh, Japanese, my bad. They're Japanese. So it's like when I think about that in America, it's like in America, yeah, we're American because we live in America, but we have people from different regions of the world. Yeah, now, I I agree with that. But what I'm saying is, again, you heard what you said, man. You making my brain hurt. Yeah. What happens with a lot of people when our brain start hurting? We turn it off. <laughs> facts. No, for facts. real, we turn it off. Now nah, that's true. We ain't dealing with it, man. Look, that's true, man. Like you getting <laughs> look here. Hey, what we eating tonight? What the green them greens done yet? You know what I'm saying? Like for real, hundred percent. Yeah. But see, that's what it's confusion. That's what creates the chaos. But you think about it. If you keep doing that, what happens is that's why I said like your great grandmother, great grandfather, you go back that far and you ask them that question. Now, Indian, they familiar with the term Indian. Yeah. But even with that term, when it was even addressed in the first place, it was the wrong term used here in America. Because they was from India. Exactly. They thought that they they thought that they had touched they thought they had uh, they they thought that they had then touched on parts of India because of how the people looked. Got so they people pre- of color. So then why copper color? So when you say Native American, what's the difference? Native American is stating that it's people Native indigenous to people of America. It's well, specifically stating Native American, correct. American. Natives, yeah. indigenous American people. So I got the concept of like why they would think that um, they was Indian because they thought they was in India. Yeah, because but then people. when they didn't, or when they maybe they discovered that they weren't from uh, they weren't from uh, India, then they rephrased them to natives of America because they was living here. Because remember, like they was already people that was here. See, first of but all, they even with that it gets deeper because you gotta you also gotta go into this. American, uh, America wasn't always called America. Africa wasn't always called Africa. So because of that, automatically it gets even it gets even deeper. See, all this you got to take into consideration. But I'm saying, like in that period when you're talking about Indians, like they would, um, if they if they thought they was India, but it was really let's just to say, call it American that time period. 
then they would actually be Native Americans and Indians at the same time. Huh. Because, like, I'm I'm landed on America, and then I thought you guys was Indians. I thought. But you uh, guys were already here. You know what I'm saying? So that means you are natives to America. You are the... you Okay, you are... We landed on your soul. Correct. I mean, we, refer, we, we originally named you Indians, but... You first guys, of all, how in the world somebody can come from someplace else and name you? True. That's already the first issue. 100%. But, what, but, but this, this has been going on far too long. Again, people telling other people who they are because they control the pen. 100%. This is what I've been telling you. 100%. But I think... But uh, I think... What I'm saying is when they named them Indians, then they found out they was already living on that um, land and they called them Natives to America because they... Uh, like you said, they control the pen, so they named that that country or that that place they landed America. So they native to America, not Indians anymore. So why are people still calling them Indians to this day? It's just like it's just like you call. Uh, um, See what you're doing right now is no different than what other people do too. What? See, it's like this here. You remember that quote from yesterday? What quote? The quote. Help me out. Yeah, I got you because I sent it to you in the in the text. You remember? And I, not to not to this on it on on this extreme level, but this quote. Okay. Okay. Even if you're not a racist, but you turn your head to a racist act that makes you a racist. Yes. So with this with this situation right now, okay. So what you willing to do is this here? You willing to sit and tell me that? Well, in that situation, even if they came here and they named the people Indians, and they, you know, uh, originally, and then they came back and they came across their mistake, and then they said Native Americans, but they technically they're still both. Now you can't be both because oh. how? Yeah. Because what we're going off of is what we is specifics, which is very true. It's very true uh, specifics, but um, I'm trying to think of an example like uh, like locks and dreads, right? The technical see, name might okay. be locks. Okay, but so if a person corrects you and tells you. The difference between locks and dreadlocks. And if you choose to go forth knowing the truth between the two and you continue to just call them what you've been calling them before, that showcases your ignorance. But I, it's like it, see, it's but. That's correct. I think that's a I think that's a gray area. No. Because it's like, like and I'm glad you went there. A gray area. Yeah, because what it's is, like what is we it? have been see, calling we, it for Here that. we go again. Color coding. What? We color oh, coding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Color like code. that in between though, because if I've been calling it Indians see, or dreadlocks, but, if, but see, if you've been called a hundred years, no it's matter. gonna take a hundred years. To you know what that. that's called? That's called being resistant to change. It's not. It's, it is because not everybody is privy to the information. But again, I said if somebody told you, if somebody sat you down and explained to you the difference between the two, and you choose to continue forward, still calling them dreads, mm -hmm. and you know the truth. Then that showcases your ignorance. I think it's what uh because then you associate that to that because that's what you learn. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like uh So I for the longest I was there. I all I knew was dreads. Yeah. 
when I learn the difference, then to be honest with you, no, I'm not going around calling everybody's, I'm not calling everybody's locks dreadlocks. That's not what I'm doing. Now, let me stop it right there. Now, you, you the case in point, because you corrected me on that. But if I go around calling people, calling people dreads, uh, dreads, and they don't correct me, they're like, yeah, man, I grew these for, and they go on with the conversation like they're not offended. No, again, that's that, probably uh, because they don't know the difference. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I started out how I started out. I said, if somebody corrects you and somebody sits you down and explains to you the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. And if you move forward from that day, continuing to just call something, which you had been accustomed to calling from from that point, you know, well, from from years past, then yeah. that showcases ignorance because you've been educated. What if they like what if it's the same, though? What you mean? Because I'm asking like, OK, like we went we went on two different things. Originally, we were talking about Indians and Native Americans. Let's go back to that. Like Indians and Native Americans. Right. Um if they thought they was Indians, or they thought they was from India, they not from India, changed it to Native Americans, what's the difference between calling them Indians and Native Americans? Because Indians mean from India, that would be calling them the wrong All right, so check this thing. out. You go to the corner store. Yeah. Go to the corner store to do whatever you do at the corner store. I'm not saying you play numbers, but most people tend to like to play numbers at the corner. So they go there. They see, you know, they see somebody behind the counter mm-hmm. and they just happen to ask them, you know, hey, what's your, uh, what's your heritage? You know, I'm an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I can't argue with that. That's a good point. <laughs> Y'all should see his face right now. <laughs> bro, that's a good point, but I, I can't argue with that. That's a now, good point. Now you go. And you meet somebody from here that they know they 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 know their roots, they they know where they're from. You ask them, hey, what's your heritage? And they say, just they might open up their mouth and they might say, I'm indigenous to this land. And then that might blow somebody's mind. What that mean? Mm-hmm. Then they says, I'm a Native American. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's a difference. I mean, I see that. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? I can't argue with that, dog. That's a good point. That makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Now I see what you're saying. That makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Now, with the... Let me ask you one more question. With the black, African-American, American thing, um, is that the same concept? As a writer, man, one thing I've learned is this here. You see, as a writer, you have to understand... The power of a pen. That's why I keep... It, if you're a mathematician trying to trying to influence the world through numbers is what you do. You can speak numbers. You can... You can teach numbers. That's, again, that's your... That's your, that's your thing. That's mm-hmm. your niche. As a writer... When you understand the power of the pen, then you understand. I have to be very specific in what I say because it's easy for things to be misconstrued or flipped. You know, uh, you, you just write in a paper. 
Writing the paper, man. The first thing you you learn when writing the paper, and I get on my children about it all the time. You never say they. Who is they? Very Who true. are you referring to? Very true. What's interesting in today's generation, uh, you know, some people would prefer to be called they now, which is even the world is getting is getting is getting wild because it's like <laughs> the things you taught in grade school. It's like, okay, so they it does apply. It doesn't apply when we're talking about this. Or again, this will be that gray area that you speak of. But again, to avoid the gray area, then you always go back to what you taught, which is, again, now still keeping it color-based, black and white. Black and white states that, you know, the grammatical, you know, okay, well, The right way, the right way to go about writing is to specify who or what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That way, we both are on the same page. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. So if you come back and you tell me, and we're being specific, you tell me, okay, yeah. Um. So, man, I ran into a beautiful Indian girl. Mm-hmm. And now we're telling the story. So now, you know, a lot of times you get the, you know, sketching out that the, the image of this beautiful Indian girl because now, uh, you know, an illustrative artist needs to, you know, depict this image. Yeah. Now, the image in which this artist chooses to go and, you know, um, chooses to go and display, it needs to match up with what it is that these words are actually saying. Because if they don't, and it gets pictured in a whole different light, then to be honest with you, this could be the first image that could be shown in history. And this image now is what everybody's seeing in a history book. And now everybody is falsely being guided into believing this is what an Indian looks like. No, I got that. I get that. So, um... Just to just to clarify, let's go. You saying African American means actually being born in Africa, moving to America. African American by okay. That by politically correct, trying to be politically correct is exactly what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. if you're born in America, you're American. You're American, which I get that, but that's not a nationality. That's what like that's why I don't understand. I maybe this is a conversation I just need to do my research on that. Okay. Um so like when you hear when you hear nationality, what do you think of? Um nation. Right? Like a nation. So it's like America is a nation. Um and so I'm like, okay, you American, which means you're from this place. But then when you think of ethnic uh ethnics, I can't even say the word, ethnic background, you like different regions. So check this out. Definition, as you stated before, the noun. The status of belonging to a particular nation. They changed their nationality and became so-and-so, all right? Now, two, this is the second definition. Mm -hmm. This is when it gets interesting. An ethnic group forming a part of one or more political nations. An ethnic group. Yeah. Meaning, okay. yeah, that makes okay. sense. All right. So, with that being said, 
What did you just say before that? Uh, I said uh, American is a nationality. And then with that second definition, what I get from that is like America is a melting pot. So you got, you said uh, an ethnic group that forms certain political regions or certain political, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that means like you got an Asian community, you got a Hispanic community, you got an Irish community, um, things like that. Okay. That's how I look at it. Okay. So in, in a sense, in a sense, America is still being ran like colonies. Is what you get is what you gathering. Yeah. If they had yeah, if they had like specific people from different parts of the world like there. And uh that's how I look at the um when they when you had a test and they asked what race you are, that's how I look at it. But but when I go to another country, then I classify myself as American because I am American. Okay. So going back to this. Yeah, since we're keeping it in the black and white. All right. 1828 definition of American. It says, the noun, it's a noun. A native of America, originally applied to the aboriginals, originally applied to the aboriginals, which that's what Malcolm X once stated, mm -hmm. the aborigines. Then, or copper-colored races, Copper color races found here by the Europeans, but now applied to the descendants of Europeans born in America. So that's that's what I'm saying. It, it's you see the the definition is changed, but the original definition is still stated American. exactly American. I see copper colored people. Gotcha. gotcha. That's yeah. That's what I'm. So uh, that is a so would you consider that a race though, like American is a race? What would I consider what as a race? American, like if somebody asked you what are you, you'd be like, I'm American. What I would say is, you can say I'm a you can answer I'm an Aboriginal. You can answer I'm a Native American. You can answer uh, I mean it's it's way as many ways you can answer that I'm American. I mean, but again, that's why I say, man, as a writer, you understand the power of the pen because by that pen, you write. That's why I say going back to like cursive, mm -hmm. you can write curses. You can curse another's name. You can curse another's, uh, another's race. You can curse another's, you know, um, nationality things by how, by how you change it. How you arrange it or rearrange it. Which is very true. You see what I'm saying? Not That's true. why you got to always... But how do you defy these curses? How do you defy uh, being... Uh, how do you defy the attempts that's, that's made on you, that's made against your identity to, you know, the... the, the well, the fraudulent activity that's, that's often, you know... Um, arranged against you how do you how do you defy that by knowing who you are by when this when it's brought to you hold on wait a minute hold on would you call me now nah, let's let, sit down let's sit down let's talk for a second first i want to ask you how did you come up with that that you you need to ask questions you need to question why it is so many years 
you know, over the course of so many years that we the only, you know, we the only so-called race or nationality, whatever you want to call us. Why are we the ones that's often we've under we've undergone many different name changes? You question those things. I don't. How do you know that, though? Like, how do you know that we the only ones when Irish here people haven't a, been going here in America? I'm speaking. To, oh, you're saying like, here okay, in America. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, I can see what you're saying on that. Definitely see what you're saying on that's that. That's what. That's all I'm saying. You know, like you you question that stuff. Why? Like, what's the importance? Because it's got to be an important reason why. Nah, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, like you know, which and is what well, you saying like tying it back to the um. Tying it back to the original definition. Yeah, exactly. If that's you the original definition, go back to the original. Then why is it being changed so much on a certain type of people? Understood. I see what you're saying now. That's what that. That's all I've been trying to say. But it's like even with that man, it's just like you know, it's a spinning top effect now because even with the census, a lot of people don't even understand this about the census. The census, the census have been under attack twice. And a portion of the census was damaged by fire, a fire. And another portion of the census was damaged by water. Now, going back now, you, you know, a lot of people be like, oh, you know, conspiracy theorists. But again, when you take and you look at both of those elements, what are those elements synonymous with? First of all, water and fire. They put each other out. <laughs> know what you mean? They're synonymous in the good book, they're synonymous with what? Help you use out. fire. Help me out. You use fire. They're both destructive. They're both. They can be, but also what they're what they're uh, what they're known for is they're purging agents. That's what they do. They purge, which is true. Like yeah. I look at like nature. You yeah. know, certain certain plants don't release their uh, seeds until after a forest fire. You know what I'm saying? That's that's exactly. So with that, you have to ask yourself, first of all, okay, the destruction that was done to the census, why was it done? Okay, not only why was it done, okay, it was done by water here, it was done by fire here. You you question those things. Okay? Because with the census, if something is destroyed with the census, what is the census whole purpose? Uh count the people in uh that, that area. Like the, 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 to and, do through, count. and through counting, what does it do? Uh, determines how many of um each person is in where um how many households what goes like into that. the census well let me ask you that what goes into it what are the census what are the census well, like, what's the job? purpose uh like from what I, all right so I was a census enumerator a couple of years ago mm-hmm. what they told me from like uh what I was doing was I go around counting household and it determines what resources go into the neighborhood so it's like it's this amount of people living here with this amount of money making this amount. And this is going to determine how much they get fixed. So what does it mean? And when you look at it from abroad, what, what does it mean? Keeping an eye on, keeping an eye on things, right? You can look at it like that. You can look at it you like can that. look at that or it is like that, right? Because you got to be keeping an eye on certain neighborhoods. If you bring in resources, supposed resources into certain. <laughs> My thing is this here, man. My thing is this here. Some of the resources that's the, the supposed resources that's brought into certain neighborhoods, oftentimes when they're brought into the neighbor neighborhood, when they finally brought into the neighborhood, it often looks off script. 
it often looks, it looks like something that doesn't belong there. Then all of a sudden, again, that's why I say you got, you have to question things because when it looks like something that's just, yo, like we got a brand new grocery store over here. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Believe something. They're not putting a brand new grocery store in the hood for no reason. Now, fast forward a couple years later, then all of a sudden, guess what? Gentrification is happening. But again, how did it all start? Somebody had to be been keeping, you know, somebody had to have been keeping an eye on this area. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Because you like you got, and of course, you got people that scout out areas for resources, scout out areas for like. Vacant homes to renovate them to do this to make money off of it. So yeah, I can yeah. definitely see that. You know, taxes, all this stuff too. Like just understanding the amount, the people that's in the environment, all that stuff. How you gonna ever know? Okay, okay. Like, what's the population over here? Like the population of. I see what you're saying on that, which makes sense. Somebody got to be, you know what I'm saying? Figuring out. Yeah, I see what you're saying on that. It all ties together. That's all I'm saying. But it's the things that we don't pay attention to that means the world. I guess my question would be on that would be like, like, what's the bigger picture? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't feel like even like, yeah, what's the bigger picture of that? Like, what what's they what's they goal? Um, because it's uh like, yeah, yeah, what's they goal with that? Trying to keep an eye on everything. You know what I mean? Like, what are they trying to control? Well. My thing is, first of all, I can't answer that question per se. I can't, you know. Um, my thing is this here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to this. I'm gonna go to this. My thing is this here. Long as you have, if you have certain people living certain ways, and then you have other people living other ways. Mm But in the back of your mind, you thinking those people over there, they're no threat. They don't even know who they are. They brainwash. And then somebody come back, what, what, what you mean by that? They appear to be doing okay over there. That's the that's that's the point. They appear to be doing all right. We'll, we'll sprinkle a couple, you know, breadcrumbs over there that, you know, they give off the appearance that, you know, like we really helping them out or we really, you know. They, they, in a sense, it's like, you know, they feel satisfied because, oh, we got, you know, we got checks, this, that, and other. But in all, in all realness, what's happening is this here. But you know what? One thing I see over there, they don't even know what they got. They got a gold mill, a gold mine over there, the land. Mm, I see what you're saying on that. That make a lot of sense. That the makes land. A lot of sense. And the thing about it, at first, it always starts off. They, it's crazy how that's why everything, everything, it's like that thing. It, it goes around in a circle in a sense. It's like a lot of times, a lot of our people found themselves in certain situations because really and truly, it was like the concrete. It was the concrete jungle, so to speak. Nobody wanted that area, that, that land, in the first place. So move them over there. So we go over there. And guess what? We do what we do, man. It's lemons. We make lemonade with it. You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden, people watching. You know what? I could do something this with that. here look like you got a little potential to me. Yeah, we could do some building over here. 
But it go back to what you said with like the self education thing. You know what I'm saying? Like educating yourself on once you educate yourself, then I feel like then you start to build that confidence in yourself. Like identity t- kind of this like if what, you waiting to just be told everything and just told everything like where to go where to be where to who to be whole, well first and foremost everything in life don't get this twisted everything in life bro it does it does it does call for you to have to be told certain things at some point on how even with jobs you have to be told how to do 100%, certain jobs yeah, yeah most definitely most definitely now that's the point that 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 is the point however I strongly, I believe this. It it does cause, it calls for us to have to know who we are, man. That's like identity. You got, you have to know who you are. If you don't know who you are, or even know the power that you hold, a lot of it's funny how we talk about a share, like a shareholder mm-hmm. identity. You understanding you a shareholder. You understanding that you bought into a company. You understanding what comes behind you buying into the company. So when the company prospers, you prosper. That's a shareholder. So like with that being said, I think the narrative again switched to like you said, know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Um, meaning like for me, I'm saying like know who you are um, so that you can feel good about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because- in the grand scheme of things, to in my perspective, we all benefit from each other, right? But if you feel lower than the next man, then you're not going to be a benefit to nobody, especially not yourself. So if you know, if each person has confidence in themselves and knows who they are, knows their history, their family history, things like that, they could be a better benefit to society. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think sometimes it get misconstrued to the point you feel better than like your ego boosts is up. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you're better than somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's where it's like the, the line get grayed because then the narrative gets, gets messed up. That mm-hmm. makes sense? I understand what you're saying. I got to finish this point about the shareholder. As a shareholder, like I said, in, in a company, you understand what all comes with that. And it's just about being, it's the attachment. Just being on the right side at the right time of something great. Then guess what? By just by the terms of what you connected to, you automatically blessed, right? Mm-hmm. You prosperous because you connected to something prosperous. So 100%. with that being said, then you have, you know, my fellow sisters, my brothers, or you know, our, you know, from from down the line of our uh, down our lineage. With that being said, shareholders, we know different than that. A lot of us, when we were already born here. Our ancestors date back to here, this exact location. We are shareholders here in the United States. But for years, what? We've been overlooked. And, the, you know, all of the, you know, the proceeds have gone out to everybody but the right people. Mm. And then you talk about reparations. This is what we're talking about. Now, that makes sense. That totally makes sense when you put it like that. And I could see how uh, why guess, people yeah, upset. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see how that. Definitely. And then you got certain people that'll say that's always. And it, it, I don't, I don't like going here, but so it, you got to. Sometimes you got you got white white fragility. What's that mean? Oh, excuse me, white privilege. 
okay. accumulate, and then you will have the fragility that sets in too. Because you sit around and 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 your ass, you know, what well, dog, you know, man, my ancestors. That's you know, every generation. One thing that's been passed down is how we've been overlooked about this, that, and the other. Like, when we gonna get our just due? We deserve something. Then you look white privilege. White privilege seems to be a, a scholarship that's always granted to the same folk, you know, through every generation. They're gonna come up just because they look right. I didn't say white, they look right. And we just happen to look wrong by the public view. So then all of a sudden, you know, what what uh white privilege often does is this here. White privilege is say, well, you know, it's not about that. You just need to work hard for what you get. You need to, you know, um, that's that's how white, you know, white privilege often presents itself. Then all of a sudden, then when white privilege is is, is turned around and it, it is questioned, intensely questioned, and say, okay, that's interesting. So how did you get to where you are? Oh, I work hard for mine. I, you know, I'm, I'm highly educated. I got my scholarships. I, you know, just, okay, what about your great grands? If I'm not mistaken, you know, they're not even from America, right? It's not about that. It's not about that. The point is, you can work hard for whatever you want here in America and you can get whatever you, to a certain extent. That's the dream that's, that's, that's painted. Because we've had people here working hard their whole lives. We've had people that sit up there. You you have when you have a, a, a group of people that's taught, you born with two strikes, that's taught, no, you can't just be smart. You have to be smarter than smart. Because smart won't even be enough to even get you seen at the door a lot of times. You really have to you have to make a grand impression. When you taught like this, no, it's not enough just being being present, you have to be more than present. That's the messed up part about it. But again, white privilege, what happens is oftentimes it becomes white fragility. It gets fragile. It gets very fragile because the truth is hard to accept. The truth becomes a weighted ton that is flying through a china shop. That's what white privilege becomes. It becomes White fragility, the china shop. And then you got that 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 heavy weight, that heavy weight of truth that's just going back and forth through that shop, wrecking everything. That's what it is. Nah, I could definitely see that, bro. Uh that was that was heavy, man, but it's true. It's true. It make a lot of sense. Make a whole lot of sense, dog. Um, am I, 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 no, go I ahead, want to say one more thing. Go ahead. Am I sitting up there? No, I'm not sitting up there. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to plant uh plant seeds of hate by no means because you know oftentimes man even you know even being in you know the church we find out something favor ain't fail it's not you know this is a different situation <clears throat> this is a different situation altogether you know what I'm trying to say is this here A lot of people, they get, they get a lot of flack because they ass. 
a simple question. Where's mine? So if this whole thing is looked upon as a pie, and if it is viewed as a pie, believe. Certain people coming for their cut. Matter of fact, they ain't got to come for their cut. It's being wired to them. But then if certain people fix their lips or utter the question, where's mine? They ain't got to utter it loud. Where's mine? Then all of a sudden, it's a problem. That ain't right. That ain't right. That's no, all I I'm saying. Feel that. I definitely feel that, man. And that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think, like what you said about the truth thing, um, it's like this for me. Um, so I have two things, right? I've heard people give the argument that black people are always holding on to slavery and that they uh, they're always holding on to slavery, but you don't see white people going around saying like, oh my God, my family was slave owners. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. First of all, why would they say it? Why? First of all, who would be proud enough to say that in public? Think about that. Who would be proud enough in today's version of America to say that public? Like really, like let's let's talk about that for a second and what that entails. That's telling the world, yeah, we built our empire off of, off the back of slaves. You want to know how we made it? Who's going to be proud about saying that? 100%. But then on the flip note to that, you got people that steady trying to, you know what I'm saying, climb up out of the mud and trying to, you know, really, and legit, in a lot of cases, you got a lot of people trying to do things the right way. But again, it's just, you look wrong. You look wrong. That's crazy to, to sit there and think you look wrong. When you say that, you saying wrong like reminders? No. What I'm saying is, bonk it. I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to be honest, brutally honest. You're black. You look black. You look black. So because you look black, you're not awarded, you're not rewarded certain opportunities that you would be if you looked differently. If you looked lighter or looked whiter. It's, you know, one thing, man, that it's, one thing that bothers me, man, is a lot of people, colorism will have a lot of people believing that, you know, you look more valuable if you're lighter. Mm -hmm. You look like you really, you got your stuff together if you look whiter. Yeah. You know, back in back in the day, uh, you know, a, a issue we had in our community was a lot of people, they, we, you know, a lot of sisters felt like, you know, in order for me to fit in or to, to get me an opportunity, I got to perm my hair. I got to make my hair, you know, I got to, I got to go through that process look, of looking like them. But now look at, it's crazy how, it's funny how this whole thing is like, how it's shaping out now. So, the lighter or the whiter thing, it still applies to, an, uh, to a degree, right? But then you have people getting injections in their lips. They're getting, you know, butt shots. They're getting, you know, but who looks like this? It's the darker people that look like that. That's what's desirable, but then the skin tone isn't, this, you know, desirable. Mm. That's... That's very true. Even, you know, I mean, 
we could talk about cultural appropriation. We could. Um, that, that's, you know, you see, like, my thing is, again, I'm not sitting, I'm not trying to plant no seeds of hate. I'm not. My thing is, one thing about Styles, man, and it's always been true, people like what they like. And if it looks good to, you know, to the majority of people, they're going to try to ride and they're going to try to make it happen for themselves. You know, like locks, you know. You have Caucasian people that go out and try to get it done to their hair as well. Then you look at it, it, it looks different. It doesn't look the same because it's two different textures of hair. Mm-hmm. You know, like even with braids, things of that nature, you know, it's, it's, go ahead. No, nah, I was going to say, like, is it wrong to, uh, you're saying, is it like a credit thing? So like, is it wrong for white uh, white people to want to do that? Like inject, get butt injections? Um, or are you saying like, is, the, is it like credit? Or is it saying that the wanting to accept the culture and then deny it at the same time? Of course. I, I, I get that wholeheartedly. It's, it's what I find is it's all limited. Limited. So, I don't mind getting. I don't mind getting my. I don't mind getting that on uh, that thing thick up in the back. Now I don't mind that. I don't mind getting, let my lips get a little full. I don't. But it's like they don't mind living that. But then, if they had to go out in public and really put on a whole outfit, when I say the whole outfit, I'm talking about man the skin tone and all. And a lot of them had to live that a whole month. Matter of fact, I give them the shortest month that they give to us of the year, February. If they had to go through that for, you know, 28, 29 days in February, then come holler at me in March. Holler at me and tell me what you learned in March, how that feels. I think um, solution-wise, right, how would that be rectified? Because we, we speak reparations. But it's like, can the government just hand out that much money to only one uh, race? Uh, would it be if it was a public announcement? You know what I'm saying? If it would just be um, equal treatment across the board, like what would the solution be? Because you still have people with different personalities, different viewpoints on both sides. So it's like, how would you come up with a common solution? Commonality solution that benefits everybody. You really want me to answer that, bro? Yeah. You really want me to answer that? I didn't create the problem. So, I'm going to say this here. It would cause for... One thing thing I know about our government, bro. Our government can be very crafty when they choose to be crafty. That's one thing I do know. You know... Like sometimes, man, I'm just I'm I'm just amazed at what some of this I've heard for years we've been in debt, but the money's still coming. Very true. That, that's all I could say. But I myself, I didn't create the problem. And one thing about it, you know, it's been a lot of people benefiting off of a problem. And then you ask me, 
what do I feel the solution is? I didn't create the problem. So with that being said, I couldn't tell you verbatim how to fix the problem. But that's the thing that I do find. I find it interesting. What? How somebody often or uh, somebody will come to somebody else and say, okay, how do we fix the? How do you elect that we fix the problem? And then the individual like, well, really, I didn't create the problem. Well, I think I think it's a fair question because it's like you're being affected by the problem. So you see it from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like a asking, um, like, you know what I'm saying? You you see it from the no, inside out. I see what you're saying, man. But to be honest with you, to be completely honest, I really don't, what it would take for a lot, for it, it, to me, it's no different than a person that has been wrongfully sentenced in prison. So now you're dealing with time ah, I see what you're and saying. you're dealing with money. Yeah. What do you feel is the right cost or the right amount of money to get back years that they've lost? Mm. How you do that? Yeah. Can you rewind the hands of time, perhaps? Can we start there? That is very true. Um, that is a good question, man. That's a good question. I think, and honestly, bro, like, um, I feel like more conversations like this need to be had. Just for the simple fact, I feel like solutions will come out of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, having these conversations, not being scared to have these conversations. And you said it multiple times, bro, this is not a hate conversation. It's not. You know what I'm saying? We just trying to gain an understanding, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I uh, I, I appreciate you having this conversation with me, bro, because it, it helps me clarify that, have, to have it out loud, to hear it out loud, and to just talk about it, man. I'm going to tell you something else, too, man. I'm going to say this here. Like, to be honest with you, and it's, it's a lot of Caucasian people that's out there that also deal with the same exact problems that a lot of us deal with. Mm-hmm. And they're wanting to know, you know, they, they've, look, they've been right there in them trenches with us too. And so, again, it's just not one it, people, it's a lot of people out here in this world that's suffering. That's suffering. And again, it's like, bro, like, we can't, like the people at the top of the pyramid, they can't, a lot of times what the issue is, is the fact they don't, and I'm not saying that it, no man or woman should bow down to the next man or woman. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we do have a neck that has the ability to look down for a reason. Sometimes you got to see what's beneath you. Mm-hmm. And too many times people don't even want to look down because of mm, peasants. Facts. That's what goes through their mind. So at that point in time, then you'll get heinous crimes. You'll get heinous outcomes. You'll get ignorance. You'll get all kind of stuff because number one, now you're not even treating your fellow neighbor or you don't even you don't even call them or consider them to be a neighbor. You don't even see them as being humane. Facts. That's when you get problems. 100%. 100%, bro. Integrity. Um... Yeah, man. I think that's that's real, bro. Um, time, money, revelance. Um, I think a lot of those have to do with it, right? When you talk about, because it's, for me, I think it's a mixture of classism and racism. Uh, meaning like people that want to get to the top so bad that they lose integrity just to gain money. Or they are, you know what I'm saying? The stuff they'll do. Yeah, so it's like that. And then people skew viewpoints on other types of people. You know what I'm saying? It's a mixture of both. And I think 
couple of the issues are time, revelant, time, money, and revelance. Somebody want to always be revelant. Somebody want to own all their time and have all the money. You know what I'm saying? Before I close, man, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go full circle with this thing. What's up? And what you were just talking about at the top of the pyramid, I think that's where the elevator theory comes into question. Mm. Or if it was somehow that you can you can utilize the elevator theory, the world would be different. 100%. 100%, bro. Just being in... Explain the uh, elevator uh, theory. The elevator theory is this here. I don't know why. All of a sudden, it just hit me like the imagery. Even, even if you look at life as a pyramid, and let's just say the elites were at the top of the pyramid, if you can create a situation in which you have certain uh, so-called commoners had to cross paths with elite individuals. And let's just say that they crossed paths on an elevator. And somehow they were utilizing the elevator at the same time and the elevator went out. And they were stuck on the elevator. Then all of a sudden, what happens is a shift in mentality would happen because right then and there, the atmosphere changes. Now it's not about status. It's about what you know. It's about now, I might need to conversate with my now with my neighbor to figure out, okay, am I seeing this for what this is? What's going on? And when the moment they open up their mouths to come, you know, to conversate with one another, more times, more times than none, they'll find common ground. Mm. They'll find common ground. Elevator theory. Yeah. A shift in perspective. I like that. I like that, man. So you want to end on that? Hey, it's over. Hey, man, this has been a Real Talk Podcast. If you like what you heard, man, leave us a like, share, or comment. Uh, continue to get those ratings up, man. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week. And uh, to next week, man, peace. Real, Real talk. talk. We appreciate you giving us a listen. If you like this episode and would like to engage with us or support, reach out through our social media platforms, linked in the description, and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.